0: Hi, this is Blythe Stevens of A. Blythe Coach, dance education and coaching to move through life with balance, grace and power. This podcast usually includes weekly bite size insights on dance, yoga, creativity, well-being and joy. But to celebrate the 50th episode of my podcast, I've decided to share a special interview, kicking off a regular series of interviews that'll be interspersed with my solo episodes. I'm so excited to introduce you to one of my mentors, the teacher who first introduced me to ballet and taught me to dance and has inspired me in so many ways, Virginia Holti. In this conversation, we discussed her history as a dancer and a dance educator, her current projects, teaching in pandemic and online, and her positive approach to life. Virginia Holti is the founder and artistic director of West Hawaii Dance Theatre, which can be found at whdt.org. And having also traveled to the island of Maui to teach for the last 27 years, she recently founded a new project-based outreach project called the Maui Ballet. That's at MauiBallet.org. A graduate of the Academy of the Washington Ballet under the late Mary Day, Ms. Holty enjoyed a long professional dance career with the Indianapolis Ballet Theatre, Chicago Ballet, Washington Ballet, and various guest appearances with Ballet Internationale, New Jersey Ballet, and Indiana Ballet Theatre Northwest. She is a third series practitioner of Ashtanga yoga, certified in the Pilates method, mat and equipment from the Physical Mind Institute. Ms. Holty is an international certified gyrokinesis and gyrotonic specialized master trainer. She has been sharing her love of ballet and movement with the Hawai'i community since 1986, which is right about when I also started dancing. West Hawai'i Dance Theatre and Academy transforms individuals and builds community by providing a comprehensive educational dance and theater program on the Big Island of Hawai'i, where I grew up. It was so much fun catching up with Virginia, and I hope to have the chance in the future to bring her back on the podcast to talk more in depth about some of her areas of expertise, such as yoga, Pilates, and gyrokinesis. And I also have exciting ideas for other guests that will be on future podcast episodes as well and interviews, so stay tuned for those.
1: Cool. Yeah. So Good morning there. Yes, is, it is, it is. Okay for you. Are you up too early? Or are you okay on this time frame? It's
0: okay at this time. Actually, I'm still getting up um, on Tuesday mornings to teach at six fifteen. Okay. Because I'm teaching yeah. here. I'm teaching mm-hmm. um, students of mine in Hawaii. So it's Oh
1: wow! Yeah. Six so fifteen at night. Yeah,
0: and in the winter it's seven fifteen. But I. I couldn't get up any earlier <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's well, really well, crazy if, it you, if you make us feel any better i you know i'm doing i study with hillary cartwright who's like an old timey she was with royal ballet and she's um you know when gyrokinesis and gyrotonic first started she and julio kind of created it together so i take a class with her she's in. She was in New York, but now she's in Santa Fe, but it's at nine her time. So it's like 5 a.m. my time. So I get enough to do this Jaro Cunnies' class at 5 a.m. on Saturdays before yeah. I start to teach. It was, hey, yeah, I can see okay. the sunrise.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I oh, figure yeah. I can always take a nap later. So, what if you hadn't pursued professional ballet as a career and then become a, a teacher and that sort of thing? What other careers did you consider? What would be your dream job or a two if you hadn't found this path
1: i didn't have another alternative there was no (laughs) there was no alternative growing up in the cornfields of indiana they thought i was a little nuts because again it was sort of like here there there wasn't a whole lot there was one lady teaching ballet and she taught ballet acrobatics and tap yeah. And she was one of those, like, you know, she had gone through Europe with uh, two other friends, and they were chained together at the ankles, they were doing cartwheels and things like that. So, she, <laughs> somehow, somehow, she was able to get the Chiquetti ballet training, all the grades, and that's what she taught us, which was a great base. Yeah. And so, it was a great base, I mean, and that's kind of how I started, but I had, there, I didn't have an, a, a second choice. Right. I had no second choice. When I was growing up, um, I roller skated because the roller skating rink was in the alley behind our house and my mom had a job there. So I would go with her and I was two and, you know, people would roll me around. <laughs> skate. So, and, but even, and then we did a little competitive stuff, you know, a little competition stuff. But I remember at age four or five, I'm going, I and I've never even really saw a ballet dancer. I just never yeah. really saw one. I mean, I was, maybe I think I had a coloring book or maybe... The library had maybe one or two books about ballet. And I kept telling them, I'm I'm gonna do this. I I just am gonna do this. This is what I wanna do. And fortunately, my parents were so supportive of it um, because they, you know, my siblings and other people. So it was a little bit growing up in school and people thought I was a little weird because I was always going to ballet. I said, I can't wait to get out of here and go to ballet class. Yeah. (laughs) so much uh, more fun. <laughs> yeah, so much more fun. And also the the other thing about it is I really didn't like to talk. I didn't like talking to people and I thought this was this the dance and, and the movement part was the best way for me to communicate with people. I, I felt like I could really do, talk to people in that way because my vocabulary, I didn't have a very large vocabulary. Some, somehow that was kind of lacking. I mean, it's gotten better over the yeah,
0: years. Yeah, I was gonna say, apparently.
1: <laughs> it's gotten better over the years. But when I was growing up, it was, that was a little tough for me. So I just really felt that that was gonna be my outlet to communicate with people was through dance somehow or another yeah <laughs> but I ballet in particular because I love the tutus and the pointe shoes on the on the coloring pages
0: yes the outfits
1: <laughs> the outfit yeah
0: <laughs> sometimes the parents of my little ones say you know they really just wanted to get into ballet for the outfit I'm like that's okay that's totally that's normal. <laughs> okay
1: that's totally normal yeah yeah I like that too but you know it was really weird because at that time they wouldn't let you start ballet till you were eight I had yeah. to wait but one of the first class I went into I remember you know taking this class and I remember the teacher going talking to my mom going I think she should be at a higher level class So I hadn't had like had one class right so uh you know it kind of accelerated pretty quickly through it and I yeah. actually only stayed with her Wanda Tomasi with for her I was with eight nine eight nine ten eleven twelve thirty I was with her for five years yeah and by the fourth year, they were already starting to look for me somewhere to you yeah. know, to go study because there was, there was nothing there. And Chicago was too hard to go into. You would have to take a train. And, you know, I was too young to do all that. So yeah. um, it was better to go to a boarding school. Just yeah. high school. I went to boarding school. That's what I did. Washington School go. of Ballet. Just went there right there expanding your spirit and really physically embodying the arts (laughs) and you were not doing that and this is the only thing I could find that you could actually do that physically embodying the arts and you know and communicating through that way
0: (laughs) I know I actually really enjoyed um reading over the founder statement and all of that, because um, I, I haven't really looked at that for a while or ever <laughs> <laughs> on the website. I was like, oh my gosh, right? Like 1986. Yeah. <sighs> there was really no ballet, really, really there
1: was, none. There was the really, pandemic. really none. And you know, the first five students I had of those, you know, it was Miho Morinori, Maki. Yes. Miho and Maki and um, Carlson. I was gonna say uh, Dixie. Ellen Carlson. No, Dixie she came later.
0: First, okay. No, it was
1: no. Yeah. yeah, it was really, you know, like Miho really went off and did it. You know so. Yeah,
0: that's amazing <laughs> that one of your first five like went for it. Yeah
1: that's great. Yeah she really and Miley Clark, she was one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, and she still takes ballet as an adult. She's in Boston. She has her own company now. She has um, lit candles. She's doing candles and making them herself, and they're oh, really cool. beautiful. They're they're done with uh, wood wood wicks and. Oh and,
0: yes, and, mm-hmm. and she's the on the stuff. board of
1: the, and she's on the board of the Boston Ballet.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah.
1: <laughs> so she still has ballet in her life, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And she's helping. We have the boy, uh, Andrew, who's at Boston Valley right now. Um, he's at 15. He's training at Walnut Hill. But they've combined now. So he's right. doing that like what you did in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They have that at Walnut Hill. And so she's kind of mentoring him because, you know, he's a white kid there. <laughs> so.
0: Yes, it's nice to have someone in the area that has some connection mm-hmm. to, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really have that, but <laughs> I have a great appearance I in Tennessee. Know. So that was good to have at least someone. Yeah somewhere yeah i know we just
1: we just sent you we just sent you there go go for it <laughs> go I know, for it. you're gonna get a great education right there it's good
0: <laughs> yeah i promise it's gonna be great
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and you had a great You and you got a good a lot of connections and everything it was that, sure. it was
0: really great <laughs> yeah yeah
1: I, I knew I knew you would be okay because I you you really have to you know we're it's still really pretty limited here you know with what we i mean even though we've been building it there's <laughs> Yeah, I it's, it's still, 10, you 10, still 11. can't
0: come and, and do class every morning. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, so.
1: We yeah. have classes every day, but we don't have them like every morning. Yeah, I teach, Midori's teaching Wednesday, I teach Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And then the, we would have gyrokinesis on Monday, but I do that online. So, I mean, you know, yeah. it's just not enough people to to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But
0: you've been amazingly creative at (laughs) maximizing
1: the offerings for how many
0: people there are.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just expanding that out. I think the gyrotonic expansion system was really helpful with that because that's a very international group and a lot of dancers are involved in that. So that's Mm -hmm. gotten me like I have a couple, uh, the, the guy was with San Francisco Ballet and the girl was trained in Russia and they're, they're gyrotonic trainers now. So they, they're kind of finding me, you know, to come to Hawaii to do the teacher training. Right. So, so that's kind of cool, you know, to have connection with these other professional dancers that are turned into gyrotonic trainers. For sure. <laughs>
0: I was curious about what actually the website says oh you know Hawaii is this magical place of creativity and yeah energy and people mm-hmm. sort of find their way there in order to tap into that but I actually don't know what took you from your career on the east coast and all over actually to Hawaii what motivated that That huge shift for you, and being willing to try to introduce ballet to (laughs) the Big Island. Well,
1: honestly, it was the weather.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but they have good weather in Florida, right?
1: Well, okay. Well, what happened was we had just gotten off a Nutcracker season. It was in January, and we were on the bus for like eight weeks. Going through Wisconsin and Minnesota and Ooh, in the winter. Uh,
0: <laughs> in the winter,
1: yeah, for eight weeks on the bus doing the Nutcracker tour. And I have a, have a friend who's also a dancer. She was married to a Marine and he, he was big. Ba- he had just gotten based over in Kaneohe. And uh-huh. so she said, well, Why don't you come and visit? I was like, Oh okay let me try that sure so and because we had we had a week off after like right after christmas and before we were going to start again i said yeah let me let me do that so i just flew over and as as i'm looking down and i'm landing and i'm getting off the plane i'm going my god this is january <laughs> this is what happened And so um, she was hooked in with the dance scene on Oahu. That's how I met Elaine. Right. Right. I was going to say,
0: because Elaine Mm -hmm. had been going to Ballet Hawaii already, probably.
1: Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, it was pretty. Well, it was actually a few years later because I didn't actually move right immediately. Right. Um, I came several times before. I decided to not be on the bus for eight weeks during Nutcracker season anymore.
0: <laughs> so, i done with that.
1: <laughs> I was done with that. I, I was like, okay, and it's the same people, and you know, you, yeah, you know, and it, it was, it's, it's tough. It's that tour, that bus touring is tough when you do it for like eight years.
0: I think it's tough. And we for, did it. for and we one did. week. It would be tough.
1: <laughs> It was tough, I mean, because that was the most of the, you know, the money. we were a very, that Indianapolis Ballet Theater, we were a very small company, like Chicago yeah. Ballet and, and Washington were much bigger, and they didn't do a lot of touring, they just were in the theater. Right. But Indianapolis Ballet was really like the Ballet Rooster Monte Carlo. Yes! me <laughs> across the country, going to little towns that never really saw ballet, doing school shows, introducing it, it's a, it was a really pioneering effort. Mm-hmm. but the great thing about it is, I had a, I had a you know not only the tra- good training that I had but I really learned a lot about everything when I was there because we had to do everything we had to help with the costumes we had yes. to help lay the floor out we had to help with you know the you know the lighting I mean we I learned so much about the whole thing not just dancing on stage
0: yeah in that
1: in that arena it was better than Any college that I could have gone to because it was hands on experience, personal experience through the whole thing. Ah, yeah. So that was a it was a fabulous, fabulous uh, learning process, which is what I bring it, what I brought to here, because nobody knew what they were doing. Yes, you had right? to be the
0: one then to teach all of that. <laughs> here's yeah, how you and I fix a tutu. <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: yeah, and yeah, and all those things because we we really started from the beginning here. We really there was really nothing. There was really nothing, yeah. and it feels like I'm still starting from the beginning every day here. <laughs> Especially now that there's a pandemic and many people have slid it out. We have to kind of rebuild again, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's the real challenge is the, the attrition since, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm seeing that in yeah. the so studios I work at
0: yeah. here too. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, But the weather, that was what brought me here. Yeah. I, I had yeah. I had no desire to dance or teach or anything i didn't know what i was going to do i started sewing at the kona Sun upholstery place because you know i could sew
0: and mm-hmm. that and then
1: bob russell gave me a job oh sewing gosh. fish flags for <laughs> oh my gosh and i would stuff them and i would contact you know the people to buy them so these are the things i was doing be- when i first moved here because i had no job yeah <laughs> i didn't have a job yeah, I, there expensive. was no find something else. in kona make- to do <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, but then when I walked into the Aloha Theater when Susan yeah. and Alan Brzezinski first had it and there were these five girls and there was a lady there teaching them and I was like going, oh my goodness. And then she, she was leaving. She said, do you want to take these over, these five girls over? I said, sure, sure, I could do that. And then Alan and Susan said, well, if you want it, because they had a daughter, they wanted to take ballet too. So I did handwritten signs up and down kind of Leo and I had 60 students within a matter of two days. So I was like, so- well... I guess I'm gonna start teaching here. <laughs> that's but a I really no good. D-
0: uh, that's a really good outcome, though. Everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, a ballet class? Yes."
1: Yeah, all the hippies down south they wanted to. Yes,
0: <laughs> we've got this beautiful theater, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that worked out good. Mm-hmm. Crazy, yeah. Yeah, and
0: I actually did start there with you too. At the Aloha. Yes. Yeah. But then, then before, quick, before, soon thereafter, we were in in the, Rini's. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah little exactly. place
1: down in Hawaii, and then she moved up back up to the Aloha Theater. We were yeah. up there, and and then they call that Dameron Hall now. You know, they changed the name of that place. Yeah. Dameron Hall, yes, because they had that <laughs> dance studio there. So that's that's when I got brave and started the thing. <laughs> you know? Yes. I'm like, Okay.
0: Yeah. Yes. And there was a couple different locations, and then finally you landed at where,
1: where we are now. Yeah, we've been minute. there for. Yeah, we've been there for a long time now. You yeah. Know? Yeah. In a beautiful, in a beautiful way. I mean, ballet is so beautiful. You know the lines and the whole. Yeah. Thing.
0: I I just love Way it so it. much. I really have. It's kind of a a, jo- a personal joke for me, is I've really tried to. I mean, I branched out for sure, and, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: had great opportunities with you, but also at NCSA to do modern dance and right. and right. different things. And it's at the UH MFA program. It was so funny because they have a ballet program, but yeah. that 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 whole department is so modern focused they're mm-hmm. they're not really that pro ballet.
1: <laughs> right. There's not too many colleges that are. I mean, I think Indiana University might be one of them. And there, there may be a few more now that are real ballet oriented, but
0: yeah. it's mostly
1: modern, you know, mostly You're almost, yeah,
0: sort of anti, So I like really which was good for me to balance it out. Mm-hmm. But the fact mm-hmm. is I just really love ballet. <laughs> right. I love I can but appreciate yeah. and enjoy modern and every other style too, but Mm-hmm. It's just really where my heart is, as far as mm-hmm. uh, right.
1: And you got to follow your heart. That's yeah. where you got to go. I yeah. Mean, if beautiful. you don't do that, then you're not a happy person. <laughs> if you can't yes. follow your heart.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's something else I wanted to to touch on too. Is mm-hmm. you just always have struck me as the most positive, optimistic, enthusiastic person. It's really. It's been. <laughs> so great as a as a role model for me to in in whatever circumstances you know I feel like multiple times in putting together those shows there was always a moment where you think this is not going to work out. <laughs> I'm not really sure how this is all going to come together. And you never had that thought, at least from, from oh, my never. perspective, you always had complete yeah. faith. Oh no, it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. They're going <laughs> to love it. And I was like,
1: really? And and they do. And you were right. <laughs> <They did. laughs> yeah. 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 No. Cause I can see that. I mean, I can see the energy forming. I mean, I, there are definitely, you know, roadblocks, in all of these creations and you know you just have to look at the bright side of the roadblock and get over it (laughs) and then you know and then it'll just go through there i mean yeah it's it's just like that it's like when you also like people like if you have two two, uh, several people in a piece of choreography and some of them they really don't like one another (laughs) but they have to dance (laughs) next to one another you know and you kind of go Okay, we've really got to go above your emotions on this, and just you know, do the dance. Just get into it for yourself. So it usually always kind of helps to just as long as they can do that and not think about the other person how they don't like them. It seems to work out pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah yeah well I, yeah so attracting things to you and you know the law of attraction you know I'm sure you know about that so you, if you want to attract uh, positive exciting things to yourself you have to pull it in you know right but you, you were you put put knew that
0: before you <laughs> before the law of attraction I feel like i <laughs>
1: have written that <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could have written that I don't know. yeah I try and you know, i just kind of. know just kind of make it up (laughs) just just make it up and and don't give up make it up and don't give up it's like don't give up it's like the funding funding of all the the funding thing has been kind of the hardest for me you know to write the grants and get the funds to do the projects that i want to do the projects are great but it's you know a lot of great projects never get off the ground because we don't have the funding so that's kind of been my biggest challenge because i don't really like to write and I don't really like to try to put a thousand characters when they ask you like 20 questions. to try to <laughs> couch yes, them in that
0: things. all of the, the, and each grant is different, right? What they're expecting you yes. in terms of length and, and what kinds of questions they're act, asking that you answer. Yeah.
1: And then they ask you the same question like five different ways and they want you to <laughs> reply in the same, the same thing in five different ways. Um, so that, that's kind of been the the biggest challenging part of it, but you know, I'm never giving up. I don't care if I write 15 grants and only get one of them. It's okay because at least somebody heard me. (laughs)
0: Yes. It's a numbers game, right? If you put it it out there, it's bound to come back
1: to you. It, it It has to in some way. And it's difficult being a small nonprofit as we are and in, in the in the underserved area seems to work for some ways, but there's a lot of underserved areas. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of competition for the money. And um, it's yeah. a lot of it's like who you know, now that we've been funded by State Foundation of Cultural and the Arts for quite a few years, that one's a, that grants a lot easier to get, you know, the more you do them, the more right. they see that you're following through. I've been we've gotten probably 20 years of funding from now from them now and it's really interesting because we didn't get funded for this year and it was because they ran out of money but somehow or another i got a phone call about a month ago from Brittany, who's the she goes you know we just got some money in the in the fund do you do you want it
0: no like,
1: we're good <laughs> it was like yes I'll take it of course so then I had to go back and re because what happened was we wrote you have to write a grant for two years and it's kind of you know we I had written it thinking that we're not going to have a pandemic you know so I have to I had to rewrite it in the in the yeah. way that we're doing you know the the filming of it and all yes. uh, these kind of things without ticket sales and to read and then I had to use the operating budget for operating expenses as opposed to the project expenses and there's a few little things I had to fix for it but I, I got it I was like I was shocked I was like you called me <laughs> like wow great. But I think it's because I mean have such a track record with them yeah. now
0: they probably felt really bad that they couldn't
1: <laughs> Funnest, yeah, yeah
0: couldn't keep that going yeah. this year but then they did yeah the Bali yes. Hawaii
1: always gets so much money. I'm always like jealous of them because they get so much money. A wall gets so much money, and we get these little trickles. But but we yeah. can do a lot with little trickles. We're okay with that. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. The nonprofit thing is a whole other is a whole other situation too. I think it work so well with your mission and what you're doing there and the outreach and that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. But I know that organizationally it's a whole other system of, (laughs) of business that you have to be really careful about too, in terms of the record keeping and everything. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, yeah, well, luckily I don't do that anymore. I I was going to say, but you have a
0: team doing that part for you now, but you're still writing grants,
1: but they're writing the grants. Yeah, but once we get them, then they have to put it in the accounting in the way to show that that's going out. So I have Gudrun. She's German, by the way. Gudrun. Yeah, good German name. She's and she's really. Oh, I met her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Last time. Yeah. So she's the bookkeeper and then we she can't do the taxes so we have to send it to a tax guy so you know all this is expensive you know you gotta pay for a bookkeeper and then you gotta pay for the tax guy, and you have to pay for the audit and you're like oh okay (laughs) but um but it's it's imperative you i mean i think the two people you really need to have is the bookkeeper and the marketing and uh graphic designer person they they cost the most yeah They, they get paid more than i do but you, right. if, unless you have that, you don't look. But good. that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's
0: what people are gonna see first. That's what's representing that. you, and yeah,
1: right, right, yeah. It's really tricky. It's it, you know, like the dance part is like. Two percent. Ninety eight percent is all this other stuff to be able to do the dance part, right? Yeah. Somebody told somebody told me that when I first started to do this. I was like, oh no, I don't think so. But they're right. <laughs> I was like, they're right.
0: Yes. Uh, you know, the it's probably part best if you sort of <laughs> don't know everything as you're going in in cases like this.
1: That's me. I knew nothing. All I knew was how to dance. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, now I need to do what?
0: Right. The whole business side. I
1: figured Yeah, I figured out how to do the nonprofit just from a book. It was a rollo book. And I was like, how do how to start a nonprofit organization? I just took that and pulled the pages out and filled it in and sent it in. There was no computer at the time and that's how I got it right <laughs> like
0: right the 501 the mission, c3
1: 501 c3 yeah but the mission is the same i mean the mission statement that we had then i mean it really hasn't changed very at all really the educational yeah. parts the performance parts you know facility to house the things i mean you know all of that is really intact it's never really changed yeah so <laughs> the vision wild.
0: worked i was just thinking because um it was about 86 to 96 that i was working with you right so it's been 25 years
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love it i (laughs) mean it it was my it was my dream though to see if i could get any any of you guys here to go on to coming coming from Where we are to see if I could really push some of the really talented kids to go on with this, and you did it. Did it? Yeah, you and you're doing it, and you're doing a great job. I just love seeing your all of the things that you're putting out, and you know the emails and the coaching, how you how you've like wound all these things together. That you know, it's so great.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I wonder sometimes, like, oh, it's a lot of things that we're pulling together, but it just. I love all those things, so <laughs> yeah, and it
1: but, and it works and it yeah. works really well. It works really well to see yeah. the yoga and the dance and your coaching yeah. and that. yeah, it's really really brilliant, brilliantly put together.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I was thinking about that. How you um, obviously train and specialized in ballet but then you ended up also doing yoga and you've also done gyrotonic and you I feel like you Pilates. were really early on the scene actually with yoga and unfortunately yeah. I was too young to appreciate it then I I never liked mm-hmm. yoga until I was an adult <laughs>
1: right yeah but I gave it to you guys anyways actually Pilates too because you know what we had Pilates yeah. when I was at Washington School of the Ballet right. this is way before anybody knew about it or was certified in it or any of this stuff because we had Kathy Grant come down from New York to teach us but it was part of our training and I remember that once people it was the Hilton I think that because they they knew I was teaching it to you guys I mean because right. I think one of the moms was working there and I was teaching the kids uh you know you guys the, the core strength she goes do you teach Pilates and so, well, yeah I know it <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, can do the hundreds. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so that that was kind of the beginning, I think, of that. And then the yoga, of course, came in, and then later gyrokinesis because I could just could never get back to the mainland to study with Julio because he was only doing it in person. So it took wow. it took time. I had to fly. You know, I was still dancing, and I would fly back through San Francisco when he was there to study with him, and then do my guestings in in Chicago or whatever. And then i would able a little by little i started to hook that in and then i just started to go okay i got to just study with him twice two or three times a year to get at the whole thing so i've been doing that the gyrotonic work over 20 years now 22 23. wow yeah but that that really pulled it together the the dance the yoga the pilates the, the moving of the body the breathing People don't teach the breathing and dance and, you know, ballet especially. So it's really, really helpful.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was super great, actually, when I was in Portland and had that crazy accident where I was hit by a truck and was all whiplash and sprained Mm -hmm. and thankfully no broken bones. Mm -hmm. But I remember you sent me to your gyrotonic student there she was yeah. looking for hours and so I went to her house yes. and worked on her equipment and it helped so much it was
1: amazing mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that that's really good yeah well you know you're in the land where julio lives he lives in munstertel he's yeah. right there yeah yeah <laughs> There's a, quite, a, quite a few good gyrotonic trainers there, although you probably can't get to them right now. No, but. I don't think so.
0: I, I, I can no. get to them the same way you can.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can do the yeah the Zoom. You can do the Zoom. That's about yeah, yeah, I
0: know. There's always something else on the horizon that I want to, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I want Me to too. pursue. I did finally get my, because it's been at least a decade in the making, I did finally get my yoga certification. I'm like, yes because oh, I was right. putting that That's off cool. and putting that off. Oh no, I'll get my, I got my coach training first and then my master's and then, oh, I need a teacher credential too, which is so funny because I got that teacher credential and then left, <laughs> 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 left Hawaii. <laughs> it was like an left order Hawaii. to be able to stay and, and, um, yeah. you know, continue mm-hmm. to teach in a sustainable way there. And then I, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but this is the thing. This is what's so great about you. And, you know, and I'm I'm the same way. We're always learning. I'm always wanting to learn something else because I think I can bring more to the table each time, you know, because everybody's unique and individual, how they're learning dance or what they're going to, where they're going to go with it. So the more I know, the more I can offer to help to try to push in those directions, you know? Yes. So that's what's, so cool about it. Yeah. So you're doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, that's something I'm so grateful for is that the the studio that happened to exist because of you in Kona happened to also be sort of founded in this idea as the as the website says and the person and the their potential wherever that might lead. And it's mm-hmm. not so I mean the technique is very important too, but it's a, a route yeah. to learning and to growth. And I always yeah. resonate the most with studios like that. I can't really get behind the, you know, we're here to make competitors or something like this yeah. <laughs> mindset. Yeah. But yeah, 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 but forward.
1: that's the truth. Because well, look at look at Quinn. You remember Quinn Wharton, right?
0: Mm, at, I think that's Quinn, after
1: after you, maybe I don't know. Maybe, he was maybe just coming in because he was in a Nutcracker. Did you do Nutcracker really when we enough. did it at HPA?
0: About
1: no. You didn't? Okay. Uh, it may, he might have just, when you were leaving. Yeah. Anyways, have... he's a, a boy from Paulo and he yeah. got, we, trained him. And I sent him to North Carolina School of the Arts, like you. Yeah. I sent him off, because he, he was really talented. He ended up being in San Francisco Ballet. He got a job in San Francisco Ballet, and then Hubbard Street Ballet. But in the meantime, because, you know, he's seen all these little, in between stuff, he started taking photographs and videos and stuff like that. So now he is the guy, if you see something on the cover of Dance Magazine, you're going to look and see Quinn Wharton. He's been all over the world taking pictures of all the famous dancers. And so that is why I want to bring him back to do this project that I'm working on for next year with Timor. Right. videotapes yeah tell me more about that <laughs> oh okay well that that's kind of cool because okay last year you know we didn't get to do jungle book because of COVID it got right and Timur yeah. was
0: choreographing that
1: Timur had choreographed jungle book he's he's his heart is in jungle book I mean you know he, he yeah. studied it a lot and he did it at Cary Ballet he, he choreographed it for the students at Cary Ballet mm-hmm. so he was choreographing it for us you know and of course in a little bit a different way and then we didn't get a chance to do it however we have all the graphics and all the things to do it and so I got to thinking about this I'm like well you know it, it's not gonna we're not gonna have a theatrical audience for a long time I mean it, it's gonna take a while before you can get a full house audience yep. and everybody is doing these the videos that you know the yes, the, yes. And look at where we live. Doesn't it look like a jungle in some places?
0: <laughs> it's a little bit jungly.
1: <laughs> it's a little jungly. There's some jungle parts here. So, um, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get funding for it because, you know, it's fairly expensive to do film projects.
0: For sure. And
1: so um, I'm trying right now, I've never tried for a National Endowment for the Art grant. I've never tried to get one, but they have one called Challenge America and it's for underserved areas, which is like us. Right. And it's $10,000, but you have to have a matching grant. So I got the matching part of it, like really easily, but I don't have the NEA grant yet. The, the portal is going open. So my idea of it, because they want to see the underserved kids. So I was like, I'm going to put together students from here with the professionals that are coming. They're going to be mentoring them. They're going to job shadow them, the, everything. The costumes, the location finding, the administrative part of it, um, getting it out to the public. Somebody's going to shadow Timor while he's choreographing it, and you know, so this will be a great learning experience for the kids who are interested. In dance, but maybe not as a career in dance, but can see all these other avenues that you can go. Right,
0: right. You can be in dance and not be a dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Right,
1: but if you under, but if you have dance, then. You're gonna understand it's just so yeah. much more rich, right? The yeah, experience. right.
0: You you can't really yeah. be a dance costumer and not have dance. You'll never <laughs> make
1: the right. You'll never right. understand what it feels like. You know yeah. the bodices are too tight, too slow. Right. <laughs> so right. so that's so that's my project that I, I'm seeing for 2021, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just working. At, I, I have it all together. Timor uh, wants to bring Robbie Fairchild uh, to do the the lead. Person in it. We're also right. researching some of the Hawaiian folklore to see if we can somehow wind a bit of Hawaiian in with it because it's going to be filmed here.
0: Right. So it can be more location specific.
1: Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we've got the Coloco Cloud Forest right up there. I mean, yes. <laughs> oh, it'd be so
0: cool too with the mist and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So, that's, uh, that's kind of, and then, and then to pull people back here that, like Quinn, and maybe Marissa would come and you know, mm-hmm. other people maybe would come that have been here to do the professional part and mentor the kids uh, cool. in, these, in these things.
0: Yes, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Actually, just watched, um, I really enjoyed their uh, Waltz of the Snowflakes was the first piece I saw from Post Ballet in San Francisco. Oh. And they oh. just released uh, Swan Lake. It's fifteen minutes, <laughs> yeah. so really, really condensed. But five scenes, and they're in five different locations all uh-huh. around the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. On on a weather or days or day that are completely extraordinary. The bay never looks like this, but it's like gleamingly sunny and. It's yeah. so beautiful the way they've done the, the film. It usually really bothers me
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: to watch filmed dance where they get too artsy with the camera angles and things. And you're uh-huh. like, uh, I want to be mm-hmm. able to see their feet. I- right. But somehow the way that the, the cinematography is done for that company, I really like. It actually does, I think, add to the choreography that they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well that's what we're hoping to do something like that so yes. quinn is involved in this uh contemporary group up in seattle it's mm-hmm. that name of that company is whim Wim whim w-h-i-m dash w-h-i-m so he's done uh he's done a pro several projects the little prince was the latest project he did with oh, them
0: cool.
1: and so i'm looking he's very artistic when it, but, but he knows dance you know he really knows dance so um, those pieces were really cool. That's why I thought he would be a great one to um, mm-hmm. bring back to do that. So we're hoping for something like that. But it's not going to be more than a half an hour, you know, the the film. Yeah, no, it shouldn't it.
0: be. I think <laughs> for film yeah. two, it, you don't want to go on and on. It needs to be really... No.
1: It could even be like, 20, yeah, yeah. And people, and nowadays with the social media and everything, everybody's like fast. They just want to see it like seconds, like the second thing. Yeah. But uh, so... Yeah, we'll see how that all goes. And for for me, it's a brand new experience because I've never put anything. I mean, I put shows together, but I've never put sure. together a film project. Yes. And Timor is Timor has been in film projects, but he's never choreographed for a film project, so it's a learning curve for him.
0: So that yeah. um, that particular Maui project is actually new. Then the Maui Ballet.
1: Yes, started. I started. Just- started it. I just started it. Um, I had thought about, you know, when we did when the lockdown in MAPA, Maui Academy, they totally shut down. They didn't even try to do anything online to finish their semester. So what happened was that they did do finally a six-week thing, but I couldn't be invited to teach, even though I teach over 100 kids there, I wasn't invited to teach at it because I wasn't an employee because I was an independent contractor I just kind of went you know what this is an opportunity to really do the real deal there Mm -hmm. uh, and offer that Uh, so the other the other teachers they're more like hip-hop contemporary you know the competition kind of so they've started Momentum Dance Maui they do have ballet classes but they're not you know, like what I do, you know, they, they're yeah. not doing the terminology and the dance history and the orchestography and the, you know, all the history and, behind it and all the, um, you know, er- everything for injury prevention. I mean, you know how I yeah. how teach all that stuff in there. So I just said, okay, I'm just going to start this and see who shows up because they didn't get to do their ballet last year. They were going to do La Bayadere, which they, uh, you know, it was really kind of dicey. Uh, but um, so I said, okay, there, and they were their seniors usually get the lead roles, you know? So there were like 10 seniors that didn't get to dance last year. And I've taught them since they were like 10 or 11. You know, I've, I know these kids pretty well. And so one of them, you know, contacted me and they go, oh, can you come over? I said, yeah, let me figure out something, so I was like, so I came up with this idea for the, the Maui Ballet, and it's project-based, so I don't have to go every week and do all the training, so this, yes. I'm just doing Don Quixote, I'm going there, I give them a little warm-up, and then um, I'm teaching them sections of it, you know, some of the solos, peachy solos, the trios, you know, the, you know, the sigila, the moreno dance, and so we're putting it together in a little 40-minute doodad It's yes. going to be filmed at the yeah and it said I rented the theater to do it in which is great because they haven't been in a the theater for a year and a half so they are so they were so grateful and excited like more than I've ever seen teenagers in my life yes <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> really they came in they were like with their tights on and their shoes and their hair slicked they're like, and, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah hair slicked in the whole thing I was and that, that's you know they're normally you're sort of like that but not that because <laughs> I wrote in there I said you got to come totally prepare because I was teaching them some of the some of the um, variations on zoom so we prepare because it's only like four weeks of rehearsals and then the, the, the thing because the theater is pretty expensive to rent and my yeah. parents have to pay a thousand bucks each for it you know so right so this <laughs> so it's it's working out really well and now um, you probably you may or may not know this but Marissa who was living in Belgium. She's moving to Maui with her husband. Her husband just got a um, uh, postdoctorate at the university there f- at the astronomy. So there, oh. she, he's here now and she's coming. So she's going to be the assistant, my assistant director. So I'll have someone there on island. So I don't have to try to be two places at once all the time. Yes.
0: So I'll, have, I'll
1: set up the programs and I'll probably go like one day a week to teach and she'll teach the other days. Isn't that cool?
0: Yes, that's fantastic. How convenient.
1: <laughs> well, convenient for her. She got a job without even having to do anything. <laughs> yes,
0: before she even, yeah, yeah to yeah. show up.
1: Well, how I found, I found out, because I had asked her to write a letter like you had done for that Muser Fund. Right. And then she told me that she was moving there. And I By said, oh, way. well, this is, this is good. <laughs> All righty. Yes. <laughs> yeah. hmm yeah. So we created a neat logo. You know, the logo is really cool because yes. it, it's, you saw that with the MB, mm-hmm. but it's like the mountains of Maui and the little hook. and Right. Uh, so, um, you know, Joey did a great job on that. So that's, yeah. that's we're, we're, this is our first, first round and we'll see maybe a summer program and something else. I don't know. Yeah, it, the
0: website uh, looks really nice. And, and the WHDT website in general looks so nice these days, too. I know you did a whole big revamp of that and the studio itself.
1: Joey is awesome. Joey Marshall. She's, mm-hmm. she's She actually is one of the few people that really gets what we're trying to do. You know, she, she gets the concept of the, the whole thing. And it makes it look beautiful, right? Yes. <laughs> As opposed to, ballet? What? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, here in Hawaii, it's like... What are you doing, belly dancing? <laughs> I mean, I was the first one to raise my hand to say I'm. I will teach because I've done it a long time. I've teach online. Yeah, I mean, I've been teaching online for fifteen years now. I think because I have right. clients that right. Yeah, you've been
0: doing private classes and trainings yeah. and everything.
1: Yeah, uh, that's so funny,
0: crazy technology. I Everyone's know. had to face so much technology this year. It's really yeah, great that we, you we have never, that experience I mean, already.
1: Yeah, it's, it's lucky. Lucky I did it before there were like cameras in the machines. Like right. I had it. Hen, you remember? Do you remember Henry Berg? Henry Berg. He's a teacher from yes. San Francisco. Okay, so he sent me. He, I told him I needed to do this. So he sent me this external camera. You just plugged it in the side. I had that little Mac. Mm-hmm. In fact, I still have it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our museum
0: you. museum pieces.
1: Here, here is my little Mac that I, that oh I use. Oh, you my know. gosh. It's a G4. So I don't have the camera anymore, but, you know, it plugged in the side and it came up. It looked like a snake. <laughs> and and um, so that's how I, and I did Skype because at, at the time Skype was really the only thing. And I right. did that with my client at the Monolani, you know, the one that has cancer. And, she, you know, she really needed to do jargoniesis like three or four times a week. So anytime she wasn't here, I would do that. And so that's why I've been doing that all these years like that. But, but the right. Zoom is a little different. You know, putting music to it is a little different. Yeah, and, and, and I really don't know too much about tech stuff. <laughs> not really. <laughs> you know more I'm than worried. a lot of teachers, though. <laughs> I do know
0: a number of ballet teachers who've really, really struggled.
1: So, I, you know, I had this whole thing set up for the Zoom because it's not great, Zoom and music. Uh, so I had this whole thing put in to make it work and it was just not working so I just went and it works better with just the earbuds and then I have my music on the side with with a with a little thing and that's it and it works fine like I teach all the classes the you know the ones in the studio with Megumi playing the piano And so I've got the earbuds on one and then just the regular speaker in the studio. That seems to be okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. So you're, oh my gosh. So you're having the live piano music still too. Yeah. With the online classes. Oh, that's really complicated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's been working pretty good though. We, we first did it um, for the live stream, you know, when COVID first hit and then we just did a live stream and um, you know, a lot of people showed up and they could all hear it just fine. So it was, Sweet. it worked good. So we yeah. just keep doing it. Like
0: yeah, sound is the big one. I remember, yeah, first learning how to teach online a year ago. And I hadn't <laughs> figured out the advanced settings in Zoom yet. And the <laughs> students couldn't hear the music. Because <laughs> it canceled oh, yeah. it completely. It was like, bloop.
1: yeah you have to have it i'll tell you when you go to your little microphone where it says start select a microphone that has to be your headset and then the speaker has to be something else like it's either like i have one of those little mini speakers i just put right next to it and that works you can also share the screen but that's That's,
0: yeah that's what i'm doing is sharing the sound through the screen sharing
1: Yeah. Does that work for you pretty well? Yeah, it does work pretty
0: well. Every once in a while, they'll say, oh, the volume is sort of quiet. And there's three different places you could control the volume. So (laughs) Spotify, right. And then also on the computer and then also whatever I'm hearing through. So I just turn them all up and they say, "Okay." (laughs) <laughs> but we really have a lot of internet issues here, too. I feel like sometimes the kids are saying, oh, we can't really hear you. And some of them are, oh, I can hear you fine. And so it just depends on what their what yeah. the equipment they've got at home, I guess. And Yeah, we
1: have that. We have that, too. In fact, we had, we had a lot of students, because yeah, you know how it is here, they don't have internet. So right. we had a lot that couldn't do it online and they didn't even really have places in their house to do it. So uh, a lot of the kids that actually had a little room where they had a lanai, we sent out um, our Marley. You know, we have the rules of the Marley. So yes. those kids that were more advanced, we let them borrow that for that period of time so that they, oh, could, awesome. they could actually do it. So we, we sent out four pieces of the Marley and then we had just gotten a grant for a portable floor to go you know like if we go to the parking lot you know (laughs) in the parking lot you know how awful that is
0: so we got like
1: this we got this um it's a it's actually a roll that's cushy and then you put the marley over the top and so if it's like this you it's kind of evens it out Uh and uh so that's in Andrew's garage right now because he's you know he's at Boston Ballet now but he really needed to yeah. have something real, you know, because mm-hmm. he's a guy and it's like trying to do the tour. Jumping. Yeah, so.
0: I was going to say, we've been doing less jumping
1: because <laughs> yeah', yeah course yeah. at Homer bad flowers are terrible and then i had um i've got one girl in maui who's very talented and she's working both for the ygp so her mom in the middle of the pandemic figured out how to get her over here to work with me p- privately <laughs> for like a week and but then wow. then it locked down a lot more i mean it was like in a period of time that we didn't have so much of a lockdown but then everything else i had to do on zoom but she did really well she placed in the top 12 both yes. in latin america because her mom sent a video of her Mm-hmm. And also in San Diego, so she got like fifth, I think, for her contemporary and sixth for her, her wow. classical. I know, and just doing it in her garage, they're putting, yes. you know, put together in the garage a little, right? And so I did actually,
0: good. that's so awesome. I actually got to see, uh, because of COVID, there's some mm-hmm. little silver linings, and I got to watch, um. I think it's on art, on, on television here. We got to watch the Prix de Lausanne.
1: <gasps> I saw it too. Yeah, that was awesome. It was oh really my great. God. The guys were so good. There are so the many: guy the, <laughs> Yeah, And the guy, the guy from the Zurich ballet who was from uh, where was it from Egypt?
0: Yes, yes, that Egyptian guy was fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we have—I have. There was one girl, uh, well, uh, two two girls actually. That their parents lived in. Well, they actually live in Vancouver, and they were going to go ballet academy. But they had a house here, so they would bring them. And you know, they were a lot younger now. But now, but she's at the Zurich Ballet. I think she just got into a company somewhere. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, the Zurich Ballet is, I guess, a good training school over there.
0: Right. That was what was. I mean, the dancing was fantastic, but that was what was most interesting to me was out of the top 20, there's really only like five studios.
1: <laughs> yes. Cor- correct. There's only like five studios out of the top 20. I didn't realize it. Yeah. I was
0: like, oh, here's another kid from South Korea, was that- it, that's really well represented. And then, uh uh-huh. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and unlike YGP, they have only certain variations they can do. So you watch yes. this, oh, the same one. oh, that was what
0: really got us after a while. We're like, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> okay, we've seen that one already again. Like, you better do times. an amazing
0: job because the other one was pretty
1: good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and
0: the modern thing, too, was pretty interesting.
1: Oh, yeah, that was very interesting. hmm
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean... It's a bummer to be locked down, but it's pretty cool to actually have access into those things that ordinarily you wouldn't we couldn't really get, get to into.
1: See. Yeah, I would never get to see that otherwise. So right. that, that's, yeah, that was good. <laughs> it so... <sucks>. It's got <laughs> to get better soon. We're okay here. I mean, you know, we can have 10 yeah. people in the studio. So we, yeah. we're doing it. Yeah, we have, you know, and then if they, but it's really great because if the kids can't get a ride, a lot of times kids can't get a ride, so they can just yes. come on Zoom. It's so great it's to have
0: that option, yeah. Mm-hmm. For the far yeah. away. Think about if when the kids were commuting from volcano to
1: <laughs> remember those kids? Remember they came from volcano like every week? Remember those Yes. Kids? I was like, wow, that is such dedication. <laughs> I know, but they really did it. That was so good.
0: Yes. Yeah. Hopefully everything will be picking up again soon. No, we'll see.
1: <laughs> I don't know what yeah.
0: soon is anymore, but
1: I know, it's whatever. <laughs> well, I'm just mm-hmm.
0: remembering um coming home. When was that? January of 2010 or something? And I was mm-hmm. going through my first divorce. <laughs> I remember. I was, yeah, I it was just really that. a mess about that. And oh, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen? And and you said to me, "Isn't life always so exciting?" <laughs> <laughs> I think about that so often I was like uh, (laughs) yes yes it
1: is (laughs) it's a learning experience it's all it's all you know you just put it all in your back pocket you might need some of that later on down the road right
0: (laughs) Right. this will be useful and it'll it'll
1: always pass it'll always pass (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: and that's I think Um, that really a lot of that comes from you because people tell me now it's You just managed to bounce back from whatever comes. Yeah. It's amazing how you take something that looks really not like not a great situation and just turn it into something, something positive.
1: That's it. Lemons into lemonade, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's
0: it's a little bit magical, but.
1: It is, but it does. It works. Just so long as you have the mindset for it, it's going to come. Yeah. You just pull it into you. And don't hang on to anything negative. Just like put that in a big flame, send it up to the violet flame, and go away. See you later.
0: Yes, yes, that just—that's what I what I think of is like water off a duck's back. You just
1: Mm -hmm. release
0: it, shake it off. Anything that, yeah, any negative voices that you're hearing, or yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: just yeah, because then it can fill. Then the void can get filled in with something more positive. Yeah, move you forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's a really nice place for us to wrap this up. I think I've held, I kept you for a while. I could talk with you all night there and, and all day here, but I actually have a, a German class that I'm going to be in in 15 oh, minutes.
1: Just jump on in. That, that's a good way to go. Yeah. <laughs> if they in. understand
0: you, then that's good enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think. <laughs> but you dancers positive, tend to li-
0: li- live longer. They I
1: do. Think. They do. You have to. We, because we, we, we're, we don't have enough money, we have to keep, we have to keep working. <laughs> <laughs> we have to keep working. I have to keep working. Because we love it.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, I, there it. was that article recently about Twyla Tharp. She's almost 80. And it's all about I how does him. she still do it? Yeah, I was going to say, probably showed it to you, too. I'm like, yeah, that's what yeah. we do.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, there was a special on PBS. They showed her doing the thing, the trying to choreograph on Zoom. With Misty Copeland and Maria Korcheva and uh, one oh. of the ADT guys. Yeah, so um, she was not happy with going on Zoom, but she was doing it anyway. <laughs> she's so prolific. She's so prolific. She, I can't believe how much stuff she's done. Yeah. And I just, I read a book too about Kutunia. And she's still on the floor doing, I mean, she's doing everything. She's, she's doing almost it. 80.
0: She's still getting up and going to the gym, I think. And then. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah i'm not going to the gym i'm doing yoga and jarotonic yeah (laughs) yeah
0: all the yoga yeah
1: Yeah, all the yoga all All right right. because i know you have to go for your yeah i
0: need to run but thank you so much for your time and all the great stories i knew it'd be fun to catch up with you thanks so much for joining me for this first interview and 50th episode of my podcast I have so many ideas for the next year and hope that you'll subscribe to this podcast or if you're watching on YouTube, to the YouTube channel to keep in touch with all of those. And come visit me on my website in the meantime at abelifecoach.com. That's A-B-L-Y-T-H-E-C-O-A-C-H.com. For links to many of the resources and programs that we discussed in the episode, I will include those in the show notes. Have a great one. I'll see you next time.